Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hey everybody, Bill Kasky back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. We're filming today, so I'm going to be uh, looking at the camera and looking at my easel here on the right. I did a, a program for a client the other day, and I wanted to share a little bit of it with you. I, can't, I don't have time to share it all, but I want to talk to you a little bit today about qualifying. It's one of those vague terms that you know we used to just say, well, qualification is do they have the money? Do they have the commitment and do they have the problem? So do they have the problem that warrants spending the money and are they committed to spending the money? And that used to be a really simple way for us to think about qualification. But I think it's more than that. And if you look at some of the things that you've heard on this podcast and the other work that I've done, I believe that we have to create the conditions where the prospect is as interested in buying from us as we are in selling to them. Uh, I used to say that we want the prospect selling to us, and we do, but we don't want them selling our product to us. We want them selling us on the fact they have a problem that's really excruciating and that's painful and that they want to fix, or that they have a goal that's really, that, that they're aspiring to and that they really want to get to. So I think if we take into account this idea that that's where we're going with qualification is we want to flip the script a little bit, then I think all bets are off. And I think these four things that I'm going to share with you today, I'll probably break this up into a two-part series, do four today and then four uh, next week on the same podcast. If you are interested, if you're a sales leader, sales manager, VP, CEO, and you look at your team and you say, I think we could be doing a little better, go to BillCaskey.com. Right at the very top, there is a download that you can get. Just put in your name and email address. It's called What the Hell is Going On with My Sales Team. It's 12. It's a checklist of 12 items that I find most sales teams struggle with. This is primarily for business to business. It's really not for business to consumer. It could be, but that's our work mainly is B2B. So hope you enjoy that go and download it. There's a couple of free video trainings that goes along with that. So this came up with a client here a few weeks ago, and it came up because I've been working with this client for uh, probably two years. And these folks are really good. They're really good at what they do. They're in a B2B service uh, business. And every time they are going in, they are unseating another vendor. That's never do they go in and the and the prospect is not working with anybody because they work at the at the level and at the height of the business to the point where everybody has a service, and so they're always trying to steal business, unseat the the vendor, the incumbent, whatever you want to call it, and so with that comes its own set of obstacles, and that is you have to dislodge the other person by either a finding the pain they have with that person or that company, or B, 
offering something that they can't get anywhere else that would solve a problem or get them to a goal. And so those are the two avenues that we go down. But a lot of times these guys uh, get into the situation where they've quoted and then it's crickets and it's silence and we're not getting any answer or they haven't even quoted yet and it just feels like they're out of control in the sales process. And so I wanted to talk today, I, I did a program for them where I worked out eight different uh, elements of qualification that I think we all need. And I'm going to go through four today, give you four, and then again, next week we'll do the other four. Number one is, I think you have to ask yourself the question, these questions, and it's almost like a checklist. You've got to go through in your mind. Number one, who's selling to whom? What does it feel like when you're in front of or on the phone with or on the web with your prospect? Does it feel like there is as much interest in, in they have in getting their problem solved and getting to this new goal as there is in your heart of selling them something? If there's not a balance and it's out of whack, out of sync, and you're spending more time in the convince and persuade mode, and they're, not, they're just kind of sitting back waiting for you to convince them, that's not healthy. It's not healthy in relationships at all, but it's especially not healthy in the, in the buyer-seller dance. So my first question is, whom, who's selling whom? Are they doing as much selling to you about why they have a problem that, it, that is worth solving now? Or is it more about you selling to them and convincing them? Number two, uh, have you painted the picture of what it looks like to work with you? Have you painted the picture of what it looks like to work with you? Most of us don't do this very well. And I, I have found, uh, I teach a class called the 2X Group. It's a mastermind group for sales professionals. You can, if you're in, so inclined and interested, you can go to the2xgroup.com. But it's, it's a class, and, and we worked the other day on, are we really helping our customers do business with us? Because if we're not showing and casting a vision of what it looks like to do business with us on the way to the solution, then we're not helping them buy at all. We're just not. We're, we're leaving to the imagination, to their imagination, what it looks like to solve the problem, to get to the new opportunity, to get to the ideal outcome, to work with us. Lots of things that you can cast a vision around. If you have not cast a vision or painted a picture of what, what the solution or the ideal life after you come in and solve their problem or help them get to their goal, if you haven't painted a picture of what that looks like, how would they know? Are they just supposed to divine that and just imagine that? Of course not. You got to go in and say, look, if you work with us, and I don't know if you are yet, we don't know if we're, we're a fit, but if you do, let me tell you what it looks like and just lay it out. Now, if laying that out causes you to drop into sales mode and you, you drop into convince and persuade, then don't do it that way. I don't want you to be convincing and persuading anybody of anything. That's not what sales is about today, gang. It's just not. It's just not. All right. Number three, are they thinking about things in the right way? Are they thinking about your product? Are they thinking about their problem? How the solution fits the problem? Are they thinking about economics in the right way? I think this is a big switch for sales professionals to help your customer think about what they should be thinking about. Guide them a little bit. Here's the way you should be thinking about this, Mr. Prospect. Let me tell you how you should, I believe you should be looking at the finances of this or the economics or the cost or the price or whatever. You've got to help them get there. They won't get there on their own. 
And I see I see this happen a lot of times is is we we aren't helping the prospect really all three of these so far and the fourth one is too is helping the prospect. So this idea that we're in there convincing persuading no wonder our conversion rate our closing percentage is 10 to 15 to 20%. I was just with a group here a few weeks ago and a massive company, large company, what in front of probably 300 people over the course of the day. And I asked them the question, what's your closing percentage? 15, 15%, about, about average, 10, 15, 20. 15%, that means 85% of the deals we work on aren't closing. Why do you suppose that is? Did they not have a need? If they didn't have a need, they probably wouldn't have gotten a hold of us or entertained us or invited us in or agreed to see us. So there's a need. There was a pain. There was a problem. There was a circumstance, situation, but they didn't buy or they didn't buy from us. And I would, cha- I would bet you that half of the 85 that didn't buy, didn't buy, didn't buy from you, didn't buy anything. Number four, assessment. You, you really do have to work out the math and work out the, 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 the needs and what they're trying to accomplish. And you have to get it from several different perspectives. It can't just be one person. I want you to be talking to other people inside the firm, the prospect company, finding out what is their spin on this. I've got a call today, in fact, with a company in Barcelona, and the uh, person and I had a, a great conversation and we had a discussion, and he said, and we both kind of agreed, we got to get some more people involved in this. That's fine. It's a, it's a couple, it's an hour phone call. Let's do it. Let's get some more people. The more people, the merrier. Now, at some point, it may get to the point where we've got too many, too many cooks in the kitchen. But generally, I find it's the opposite. We're not talking to enough people inside the company. And you know what? If it takes two more months or two more weeks or two more whatever to get more conversations, to get other people's perspectives, to get, to get the full picture, to assess at a really high level, then so be it. Why are we worried about 30-day goals and quarter? I, I'm, I'm really tired. I heard this up when I went, and I heard this from a lot of people, and that is, Aren't we tired of the 30-day goals? Aren't we, aren't we tired of trying to get the $50,000 deal? And this happens all the time, and don't tell me it doesn't. Trying to get the $50,000 deal, and we want to get it by the end of the month, EOM, and we get it, and then we find, well, hell, we could have had a $150,000 deal. This could have been a million-dollar deal. But we were so anxious that we vaulted over the process. We didn't assess properly because we were so anxious to get the deal in, to please the stakeholders, please the shareholders, please ourselves, please our family, please everybody, that we didn't please the client. I think the client is more pleased giving you a million dollars and getting $10 million worth of solution than he or she is giving you 50000 and getting 80000 of solution. If you really believe that your product uh, has a return on the investment for it, then why wouldn't you want them to to buy more? And, and if you're going to do that, maybe it takes a little longer. Maybe it does. It's doubtful that if you're talking to more people and more people and getting a good assessment and a good survey and good understanding of the of the lay of the land, it's doubtful if they will tell you no at the end of that. I think they're more likely to tell you no and to not close if you're not doing the assessment. So number one, is who's selling whom? Number two is have you painted a vision or have you told them what it looks like to work with you? Number three, are they thinking properly? Are you helping them think properly? Don't just tell me they're not thinking, oh, they're not thinking right about this. Well, what have you done to help them? 
And, and then final is the assessment. Are you talking to a lot of the right people? If you want to go to BillKasky.com and download my What the Hell is Going On with My Sales Team uh, product, free, freebie, go there, BillKasky.com. We'll be back next week. We're going to talk about the other four because I've got a whole new column. If you like this, comment. Uh, and if you share it, we'd love to have you share it. And also, I'd love a review on iTunes, the Bill Kasky Podcast, if you're so inclined. See you next time. Bye.